Welcome to this uh, episode 328. 328? I'm Andrew, and it's been another long day here at the counter of Earth's Complaints Department. It's 1pm, and I just got back from my 30-minute lunch break, and there's a line that makes customs at Sydney International Airport look like the line at Regal Charcoal Chicken at 11am on a Tuesday. Yeah, I get that. And yet, I must go on. Opening my window back up, I call the next customer. Holding ticket number 200,671, her hair and face flecked with house paint, a woman named Lucy approaches the counter. Hello, madam. What's grinding your gears today? Like just, just generally? This is just the general complaints desk? Yeah, it doesn't have to be. It's for the whole planet. It really, mm. you, don't, you don't have to. Can, the price of groceries. Yeah? Yeah. Through the roof. Bloody, it's bloody, I paid $9 for a pack of ravioli today. And I think that's fucked up. Huh. Yeah. I I just saw a post on Reddit. Uh, I was scrolling in the toilet during my 30 minute (laughs) lunch break. I just saw a post on Reddit. Somebody who works at Coles had posted a a photo of a computer screen um, in the office where it was, it was an email about the staff rewards, the staff Christmas gifts. Yeah. That Coles were giving to their frontline staff to reward them for all their hard work and all the abuses that they take Go on. Uh, all year long. And they were rewarding everybody with a Coles branded water bottle. Fucking hell. That's like even worse than nothing because now I've got to be responsible yeah. for this thing that I don't fucking want to use, right? This is like, my plastic now. now why would anyone want a Coles branded water bottle? <laughs> Uh, and and they said it's a personalized Coles branded water bottle because it has a little white panel on it that you can write your own name on. Oh, like a, like a child, like you would to your child at school. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. Uh, the poster said, uh, yes, this is despite Coles posting record profits as they do every year. Uh, they were also giving people five uh, my thanks points. Cool. Uh, I hate this. It, which this is a, apparently well, equivalent. going to drive me to uh, <laughs> ASIO. Do not listen. ASIO. <laughs> so please wait your turn in the line. <laughs> ah! uh, and, and so you get five uh, my thanks points, I think they were called, which the person said was uh, equivalent to $5 that you can only spend at Coles. Uh, and it said in the email, like, and if there isn't something that you want with that amount, um, you can keep them for something you're saving up for. At Coles. Yep. Yep. Sick. Uh, and they said, uh, this kick in the face comes after months of enforcing staff bag checks and locker inspections, despite the sheer number of customers who walk out with trolleys full of stock each and every day with fuck all done about it. And they're uh, right to do it. So they are. Apparently, their solution to this problem is to search all of their employees every day. The wow. fucking the one that gets me is um, for a while our um, our backup the the runner up telecommunications provider in Australia Optus mm-hmm. um, has been running this thing where it's like give some back, give some of your data back. Yeah, donate to, your data. Donate your data. What do you like, mean? It's not, yeah, what do you mean? It's made it's not, up. What do you mean? It's, it's not real. Up. You it's made, made the up. thing up. You it's can give up. it away. You can You're printing you the can data. Just give phones to poor people, Optus. You can just skip the whole whole thing. And what do you mean? Give yeah. data. Like we we know it's all made up. The only thing that matters is like peak throughput. Like what the. F- Anyway, sorry, sorry, Lucy, it's your turn uh, at the... Um, oh, yeah, price of groceries too damn yeah, high. That's, price that's of ravioli. It. Price of ravioli too damn high. But we're all high. making more money, though. That's the thing. Yeah, totally. It's, that's... it's not worth as much, though, the money. Yeah. And did you know in the 1980s, like, the, the interest rate the boomers had to put up with? Yeah. On their, like, $7,000 house? I've been shoplifting a bit lately. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to get a little back. It sounds like it's getting it's more and more normal. We're bringing Winona back. <laughs> yeah, I feel like people who would never have shoplifted previously are getting on board. I have 1,000% <laughs> had conversations with people confirming this, actually. Yeah, me too. People that would never have done something like that before. It's like, well, well something for me. I guess I uh, might as well call up ticket 200,672. 
A man yeah, named Theo it. approaches the counter, visibly agitated and jumpy, and clutching a handful of receipts from JB Hi-Fi. Hey. So, what's grinding your gears today? Oh my goodness, what isn't grinding my gears at the moment? I well, I tried to buy a PlayStation 5 the other day. So, mm. by way of... So, okay, so this is parenting shit. We had to have an excuse to take Finn in the car um, because he's going psycho mode and we want him to go sleepy mode. Mm-hmm. So, like, all right, we're going to go and get you some Diamondon from the uh, from Chemist Warehouse, pharmacy of the sh- of the yeah. show. pharmacy of the show, yeah. Um, so, we drive to Chemist Warehouse, get there, and like, hey, have you got any Diamondon? Uh, yeah, you want the 2 to 12 years? Absolutely. Yeah, we've got piles of it. Um, only in strawberry, though. So I, I knelt down. I got on Finn's level. I said, hey, buddy. <laughs> they've got it, but it's only strawberry flavor. Is that okay? And he said, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So thank you very much. You're going to want to put that back on the shelf. <laughs> we've got a, uh, a no from the um, only stakeholder present. And then uh, I wandered over to JB Hi-Fi, which is next to there, and I said, can I please have a PlayStation 5 uh, with the Spider-Man 2 mm-hmm. bundle? $120 mm-hmm. off, please, as as advertised on your front door. And they said, no. Oh. <laughs> uh, we are out of that. But if you go to uh, Westfield Malkovat, you can have one. They've got 64 of them there. Like, fantastic. So I drive there. Car park is absolutely packed. It's still November, mind you. Mm-hmm. We're not even in the Christmas peak yet. And I get in there and it's there's just an absolute throng of people. Um, and Black I make, Friday? Yeah, Yuck Friday, mm. as, as I call it. And the And I just felt bad. I just felt like deeply bad in my soul. And I immediately went, you know what? I don't need a PlayStation 5. I don't need to be buying this stuff. I'm, yeah, not I'm not just, this badly, I don't. <laughs> not this badly. I don't need this ache in my soul. Uh, I did buy a big screen because we needed a new screen because Caitlin has a job and she's going to work from home, which is lovely. So we need, need another screen. But it came with tons of, tons of styrofoam. I got the uh, uh, Stanley knife out. Chop the styrofoam in half, break it up to put it in the thing, and as I'm as I'm doing that, there's little flecks of polystyrene, mm-hmm. and they're just blowing mm. away, and they're just going in the yard, uh, and that's just going to be there. They're stuck to your hand. Yeah, they're all sticky. They're, they're, and they're just going to be, be there food now. For the fishies. They belong to nature belong to for the nature. next one million years. <laughs> I should have made napalm instead. <laughs> Azio, do not listen. Azio, <laughs> is, this, is this your gripe, styrofoam? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. it's one of them because they're packing it in. Like you get, you get a screen. You're getting like one kilogram of polystyrene. Yeah, right. And you may as well just like. Surely we've figured put that out in something glass and drink it. better by now. Yeah, like, you'd think. What about just some rolled up newspaper? What about rolled up newspaper? Sometimes they yesterday's. They, you don't need to read it. That's not news anymore. <laughs> They they stamp uh, like the recyclable thing on the big chunks of styrofoam, and I do not believe them. I Is think it recyclable? Yeah. Some some of it claims to be in the yeah. same way that theoretically we can recycle soft plastics, but it doesn't mean we're doing it. All right. Brisbane some of those little beans are like they dissolve, right? I think they've got yeah. dissolvable ones now, but yeah. they don't always use them. That's how they make Mountain Dew Code Red. That's right. That's delicious, though. Wouldn't wouldn't know. Mountain None of my business. Red. <laughs> oh, never tasting Mountain Dew Code Red? That's a crime. It must be time. For, no. Look, I'm going to be really honest with you. <laughs> of the things I think... All right. Making Mountain Dew Code Red and selling it to children? That's a crime. Is that better? It should be. Okay. Uh, also, Mr. Beast should be a crime watch. Mr. Beast, you're going to jail. Yeah, crime watch. Please put down your weapon. You are in direct violation of Title 13, Section 9. You now have five seconds to comply. 
this comes to us from Cell Press. Half of tested caviar products from Europe are illegal, and some aren't even caviar. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to know what it is at that point. Are they crossover? Are the illegal ones also not caviar? <laughs> one of our What's kids illegal caviar. One of our kids had beef with us the other day because we got we got banh mi uh, from this banh mi place while we were out, and. And uh, like I just got them as they as they come, you know, no no chili on hers. Mm. And she was like, "What's this brown stuff on the bottom?" Little pate of the thing. Pate I was like, you? "Yeah, a bit of pate." And she's like, "What's that?" And I said, mm, "Don't mm. worry about it. That's best not to think. It's a meat spread." I said, "Don't worry about it." And uh, and she was like, "Oh, okay," because I don't want to eat liver. She said, and I was, and I said, "Hey." Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's fine. We, it's definitely not liver. And we ate our lunch, and on the way home in the car, I said, by the way, I have some news for you about your banh mi. Uh, pate's made out of liver. Yeah. And she was like, how could you do this to me? How could you do this to me? I said I didn't want to eat liver, and then you lied to me. And I said, in my defense... I had already paid for the barn me. I was going to say, I'd be on I, her side if you hadn't already purchased the barn me. In which yeah, case, I'm not. You, gonna, you want me to return this? I'm not throwing out a and in and in this day and age, it'd be a bloody eighteen dollar barn me. You know? That's right. Next a week, barn me doesn't cost eight bucks anymore. A thousand dollars costs ten dollars eighty. Yeah. So I think she stored that one away as like a deep betrayal. Yeah. Uh, so that's pretty cool. That's cool. It's nice to have a little bank of resentment. To that one's hitting the therapist later. Yeah. yeah. Something uh, The first time I remember being lied to. <laughs> Wild caviar, a pricey delicacy made from sturgeon eggs, has been mm-hmm. illegal for decades since poaching brought the fish to the brink of extinction. Today, legal, internationally tradable caviar can only come from farmed sturgeon and there are strict regula- regulations in place to help protect the species. However, by conducting genetic and isotope analyses on caviar samples from Bulgaria, Romania, Serbia, and Ukraine, nations bordering the remaining wild sturgeon populations, a team of sturgeon experts found evidence that these regulations are actively being broken. It's fucked up what they're doing. Fuck. Fuck. Squeezing those eggs out. Yeah, there's milk in those milk in that sturgeon. (laughs) All all attempting to figure out how caviar gets out of the fish at the same time. They squeeze them out. It's it's messed up again. Yeah, they give them a little bop on the head and then they squeeze the squeeze the eggs out. Do they come back around or they kill them? Well, I mean, I I figure if it's the if they're doing like this black market, then. It's a bit of meat thrown in for the deal, right? Yeah. You toss that aside into the big vat, and then they turn it into those um, jars of British fish paste mm. that they sell in the specialty section of the supermarket. That's the. Can I just. Can I put England on blast for a second? Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we're slowly getting more and more like interesting foods in, in our Australian supermarket duopoly. The aforementioned Coles, also on blast. Uh, and Woolworths, you're on blast too. And they've got like the sort of international foods aisle, you know. Which yeah, one, used- one aisle for foods that come from. you got Mexican, England, and then maybe like a Dutch one. Uh, India <laughs> as well. Oh, they got India. Yeah. yeah. I'm, sure, I'm sure it kind of varies, uh, you know, relative to the demographics of the area you're in, for me, it it's, does. Yeah, for me, it's like we've got Mexican food, Chinese stuff, or like you know, broadly Asian category. They throw like some Korean chips in with all the Chinese sauces, all that kind of thing. And then there is like the little, the little England section, got and I'm going to say cakes. it's the worst section of the Absolutely supermarket. Absolutely the worst. Yeah, I do purchase Jaffa cakes from there. Why? Just a little treat for me. It's just a little treat. There's um, <laughs> there's a place on. Are they uh, like orange flavored? Yeah, they're little chocolate, Pesto, little orange right? biscuits. There's a place down towards the Gold Coast uh, called Sid's Pies, 
and they do mm-hmm. fantastic pies, but it is a British shop and they have all the British imported delicacies. And it's just a big old fucked up section of fucked up food. All blended fish and stuff. Um, wet potato. Yep. Meat paste. They do love meat paste. Brits love a little pate. Yeah. Let's have a little look on the uh, on the Woolworths website. They do have the the subcategory of international foods. UK foods. Dr. Pepper. I'm going to go ahead and dispute that. Not right sure out about of that. Is it British? No. They've got fucking cherry Coke on there too. Okay. Get out of here. Ah, you can get yourself a can of chip shop style mushy peas. Yeah. Mr. Tato <laughs> chips. Bachelor's brand, which sounds about right. Yeah. That sounds like a joke. <laughs> you can get yourself a tea. You can get our mate delicious yeast extract. Yeah. I mean, up. look, we can't talk. We, okay. uh, We're doing we regularly right eat yeast extract. But ours is the good one. Ours is the good one, though. The others Appa- are disgusting. Apparently, Dr. Dr. Pepper is from Waco, Texas. RIP no. to them. Wow. <laughs> the whole place. <laughs> Sorry about the what the ADF did to or whatever. I don't know. We can, uh, we can get, you know, all their fucked up chocolates. Um, you can get a double decker. You can get a whisper. I don't like the look of these. Like they got, they got kinds of candies where I think I think we've we've generally got candies or they come from other places where like you get the concept behind the candy, right? A bright crawler gummy worm. You know, mm. it's, it's it, they put little eyes on it on the package worm, and it's a worm shaped candy, right? Yep. Gummy bears. We all get what's happening there. Here's a picture. I'm just just putting this in here. Can you can you describe the thing I'm showing to you, Lucy? Like this describe is, the object. Well, so so this is a bag of Swizzles drumstick squashies. Mm, drumstick what the squashy. fuck is that supposed to be? They're just a rectangle that's white and pink. White on one side, pink on the other, like a domino shape. Yeah, you know? yeah. Or like a pencil eraser. But but like they're like kind of it. flat. It's giving a bad vibe for me. What does the word squashies, drumstick have to do with anything here? And squashies is like an e-girl from two thousand and nine word for sex. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, I think so. Probably, Probably. I could say. <laughs> do, do they sell non-squashed ones? They do. Someone writing an extremely angry email defending <laughs> drumstick squashies right now. Oh, and the act so of squashies as well. Me and my wife met. We met at a squashies meetup. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, look, they've got the, the drumstick. Oh, they've got to fucking get it together. They've got a drumstick so in, in its unsquashed form. Mm-hmm. And that appears to be... Oh, you know a lollipop? You're familiar with a lollipop, right, Lucy? Yeah, I know a lollipop. I'm familiar. Get, I'm familiar. Get big ones you put on your sailor outfit. Yep. You lick it, you say, Papa, yep. Papa, want a pony. Go on down to the industrial zone. <laughs> they have a raspberry and milk flavor chewy lolly. Those two taste sensations, raspberry and raspberry, milk. Yeah, raspberry. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I'm, mm-hmm. yeah. But it's like, it's a, it's a brick shape. Yep. And it's got a paper wrapper on it, and it's got a stick stuck into it. What? They get, Again, they're getting their bad forms. Vibe. Negative f- aura on this thing. Their forms are all mixed up. Feel free if you're driving the car right now, just get your phone out of the pocket, keep it below the window line, so you yeah, don't get so in trouble. Yeah, so the police can't see it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and look up a a swizzles drumstick and say I'll to go yourself, buy a bag. What? You say what? Steal a bag of Swizzles drumstick squashies from your local Woolworths. That is your crime pass. Oh, we haven't done a crime pass in so long. You can shoplift squashies. And of course, they have the most British flavor of all on the Swizzles website. Drumstick squashies, rhubarb and custard flavor. <laughs> hey, hey. Oh. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not saying. What's the that problem? Putting rhubarb on blast, real quick. So. <laughs> nah, rhubarb. Rhubarb can get it. Rhubarb's all good. Yeah. Custard. That's fine with me. A rhubarb and custard drumstick squashy. Little far. You're going a little far. 
Anyway, those are fake foods as far as I'm concerned. Yep. The results of the tests by these uh, genetic and isotope analyses on caviar samples, published on November 20th in the journal Current Biology, show that half of the commercial caviar products they sampled are illegal, and some don't even contain any trace of sturgeon. That's so they're just a different fish's eggs. Yeah. What if you paid like... $500 and it wasn't even from the right fish's pussy. Yeah. Excuse me, sir. It's from the wrong <laughs> pussy. <laughs> Lucy, did you know a Jaffa is a type of orange? I didn't know that. I, I didn't, didn't know, that. know that, Andrew. That is yeah. fascinating. Just found that out just that minute. I was like, why the fuck do they call them Jaffa cakes and Jaffa's I shit assumed anyway? it was a slur. <laughs> yeah, just like a, a really old-timey one. Kind of it probably <laughs> is, to be fair. And whatever. You know, they'll they'll find someone to use it on. Do you think it's illegal because you're not supposed to be selling caviar or it's illegal to, to get it out of another fish and then call it caviar? And then, yeah, and like get a, a bunch of money for it. Yeah. I've never had caviar. It can't be that good. I think it's fine to lie about where the eggs came from, to be perfectly yeah. honest. If you don't know, if you can't tell, and you go, I'm never going to buy, you know, Clav Kalash brand caviar ever again. <laughs> If you can't tell, it's fine. It's probably fine. Maybe it's like really little fishy boba. Yeah. I, it is. What yeah. is caviar if not really little, little fishy, fishy boba? boba? If not boba persisting. <laughs> <laughs> Quote, the conservation status of the Danube sturgeon populations renders each individual important for their survival. And the observed intensity of poaching undermines any conservation effort. Write the researchers, led by Arne Ludwig of the Leibniz Institute for Zoo and Wildlife Research. In Europe, there are four remaining sturgeon species, including beluga, Russian, stellate, and sterlet, that are capable of producing caviar. The last remaining wild populations of these species in the European Union can be found in the Danube River and the Black Sea. Each species has been protected since 1998, under CITES, the Convention on International Trade yeah. in Endangered Species of now, Wild Fauna and Flora. I'm on the CITES diet, so. <laughs> Police are after me. <laughs> That's the one thing they don't want you eating, honestly. No, no, it's, it's in the name. In 2000, their site's listing was accompanied by a strict international labeling system for all caviar products designed to stop illegal trade. That's usually the thing that stops illegal trade, is a series of strict labels. Yeah, a big sticker on there. Yeah, you can't fake uh-uh. that. Yeah. Uh-uh. You wouldn't download illegal caviar, etc. Yeah. No enriched uranium allowed through this port. Yeah. Fuck. Sorry, sir. Yes, sir. I feel like if you wanted to just eliminate, like, you know, one strata of society, and I'm not saying that we should, but just say you're in the business of doing it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Maybe tainted caviar might be a place to start. You're, you're saying we taint the caviar on purpose? Not we. I mean, like, <laughs> if some hypothetical person hypothetically wanted to, you know, Maybe eliminate like you know, like a thousand billionaires all at the same time. Like just maybe just like just cleaning shop. We got to yeah. get rid of these not, unscrupulous not a, like caviar consumers. Bit. I'm saying sort of like a a Batman style figure, but for like you know destroying the earth or whatever. You know, uh huh. Yeah. Just hypo- hypothetically. Hypothetically, in Minecraft. Yeah, okay. Yeah, in, Mi- in Minecraft, in Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> in Fortcraft. Uh, despite these protections, it was widely known from local anecdotal accounts that illegal poaching is still happening. They can't the do that. It's Even illegal. though no formal investigations have been conducted. So we're just taking some narc's word for it. Yeah. Yeah, it's I've seen just, this guy. Like like, oh, everybody knows. Everybody yeah, everyone's, knows it's going everyone's having a good time eating their caviar, cut price. These fucking nerds come in with their little probes or whatever. One Rules. guy's got to ruin it. Labels. Yeah, pocket square. Checking the angles on it. <laughs> Those guys would be such dorks, these sites guys. You know, you know the type. Did you know you're eating the wrong eggs? 
I didn't even care. I didn't even care. I didn't care about it. Yeah. To find out the true source of the commercially sold caviar products being produced in native sturgeon regions, the researchers bought caviar both online and in person from a wide variety of sources, including local markets, shops, restaurants, bars, and aquaculture facilities. What kind of costumes do you think they were wearing while they went undercover to buy this caviar? Oh, that'd be great. Just dressing up as a rich guy, but in a really (laughs) silly way. Smoking jacket. Top hat. Top hat. Part of me. Cigarette in one of the long holders, like the penguin. Oh, shit. We, we need to bring that back. Bring that yeah. back. Big, big joint in the end of it. We need, <laughs> we need teens to get Audrey hip burning. That's right. You, no, you can smoke cigarettes again, but only. Yeah. You just, if you, if you keep it far enough away from holder. your face, it's actually not that bad. For All you. the bad stuff right. stays over there. Keeps the cancerous chemicals away. All the taste comes back to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, these also included five samples that have been seized by authorities. That's too like rude for restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> I'm picturing the uh, you know the cops putting out the five the five cans of caviar. Yeah, uh, like twenty thousand dollars off our streets today. <laughs> yeah, a little a little fan of tiny spoons. <laughs> this could fetch up to three million dollars on the street. They got sniffer dogs in the uh, in the Concord <laughs> terminal. Uh, in total, they collected and analyzed one hundred and forty nine samples of caviar and sturgeon meat. After analyzing each sample's DNA and isotope patterns, which, which just means... Ooh, <laughs> yummy. Ooh, <laughs> on this DNA. The team found that 21% of the samples came from wild-caught sturgeons and that these wild-caught fish were sold in all of the countries studied. They also found that 29% of the samples violated sites, regulations, and trade laws, which included caviar that listed the wrong species of sturgeon or the wrong country of origin and categorized another 32% of samples as, quote, customer deception, such as samples declared as wild products that actually originated from aquaculture. This is, this is really like a labeling concern to them. It's, I'm just going to say it, it seems a little pedantic, you know? Yeah, like obviously we shouldn't be having caviar at all. It's stupid. And yeah. you don't need to keep all the fish in little fish jails or, or pull them out of the ocean and bop them on the head to... We can do without it. Society's moved beyond the need for caviar. Hmm. But their problem is like, no, it's saying the wrong thing. Hey, this was actually not wild caught. We got a wrong egg situation. Yeah, this is from a different fish's pussy. Yeah. And I paid too much for it. Or too little. (laughs) You didn't pay enough for your caviar, sir. (laughs) Three of the samples served in Romania in a dish called sturgeon soup weren't sturgeon at all. <gasps> Instead, the researchers identified the fish as European catfish and Nile perch. Hell yeah. <laughs> it's just the dirtiest fish. We're just scraping <laughs> just up the dregs to feed you. That's great. I love it. I oh hope they paid a lot. God, yeah. guys, just real quick, Google European catfish. Uh-huh. Just, just have a look, a quick look at the European. I, mean, I know what a cat. Oh my catfish. god! That's oh, oh my god! Oh my goodness! It startled me. <laughs> <laughs> One of them would would keep you selling sturgeon soup for a while. That's the fucking. That's the fish that swallows you in Half Life. <laughs> You can sell so much sturgeon soup with that bad boy. Yeah. There's like a lot of... It's so big. I wonder if it could swallow me whole. (laughs) I think it could, actually. That is the size of a man. Yeah. That's how I And there's a man for scale there. That's how you know. Yeah. I'd say say larger. These people are talking about nine kilo... Sorry, nine foot long uh, European ones. Then we've got... Uh, this 234-pound, nine-foot Wells catfish, and that's uh, 106 kilos. i got to say this, though. They're kind of gross-looking. Yeah. This oh, is, yeah. This is a sin. 
God's mistakes sort of deal. Every um, moment I live is agony. Yeah. Whereas if you look at a sturgeon, it's a handsome it? little fish. Here we go. One and a half metre Wells catfish choked on American red-eared slider turtle in <laughs> Göttingen, Germany. Don't eat a turtle. Well, he didn't. He got... He tried. He tried, though. These fish are just too big. Yeah. Fish too big. Put them back. Fish, you shouldn't be in fish there. Fish too big. You should not be in there with those fish. Get out of there. Uh the authors suggest that the large volume of illegal poaching activity could be an indicator that local seafood vendors are lacking adequate income opportunities, which might increase the pressure to engage in illegal fishing activity. They also point to the fact that there is likely a lack of effective law enforcement in these regions, either because stopping illegal poaching isn't a priority for local authorities, or because they don't have the tools to prove a fish's illegal origin. Hmm. Yeah. In the Balkans, you say? I think they're too busy, like, changing their country's name or whatever. Yeah. Going to a new war that I don't understand. (laughs) Get their asses. Take that, Balkan country. Yeah. (laughs) Heard about the Balkan powder keg? (laughs) No. No. I don't know anything about the Balkans. No. None of my business. It's a pocket of the world that... Doesn't exist in my comprehension. (laughs) (laughs) They're just over there doing different stuff, doing their own thing, you know? Yeah. And to be honest, that's their business. Starting World War One, etc. Hello, it's me, Ben, uh, from this podcast. Merriam Webster defines a podcast as a program made available in digital format for automatic download over the internet, and that simply could not be more true. If you like what we do and want more of this podcast made available to you in digital format for automatic download over the internet, simply go to patreon.com slash Vista and hit the enormous red button that says subscribe. For five US dollars a month, you get access to our weekly bonus episodes, our entire archive of bonus episodes, our exclusive Discord server, and an RSS feed of both bonus episodes and free episodes that doesn't have these ads in them. That sweet, sweet subscriber cash allows me to do this show full time without having to get a real job, and frankly, that whips to me. The other guys also get some money or whatever, but I don't really care. Anyway, check that out if it sounds good to you. Love you. A country that we do know a thing or two about, big asterisks next to that, (laughs) big asterisks next to that, is the Netherlands. It's time for Dutch Watch. (laughs) Hey, everybody. I'm from Holland. Isn't that weird? Hey, guys, what's up with your new... Prime Minister or whatever you got over there. Yeah. You see that What's news, Lucy? The... Yeah. No. The with... surprise winner of the Dutch elections was Geet Wilders. Geet Wilders. Oh, okay. Old Geet's back. Geet's back. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think, you know, seeing yeah, probable Dutch PM Geet Wilders. Everyone's um, got to, every country's got to have a turn at like, electing somebody who's just pure evil. Yeah. You give you all the rest go. a try, you go like, hey, maybe, you know, we can change a few things, move some dials on education or tax rates or whatever. It gets boring after a while. Everyone gets bored with that. It's time for someone who's just like... It's time for a total psychopath. Yeah, like it's just time... an out and out like, bad, Satan's evil. spawn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> let's yeah, let's well... bring him in. We've all we've all been like you know kind of leaning away from electing the guy who wants to ban Islam. Yeah, but but hear me out. Yeah, they're kind of leaning into that. Yeah, just for one cycle, just to see what happens. Our progressive Netherlands. <laughs> yeah, no. Basically, as soon as that happened, I was like, uh, Netherlands not beating the charges. I see. <laughs> 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 yeah, occasionally, like, I do kind of go, you know what, maybe the Netherlands, we need to ease up a, a little bit. You know, they got a lot of good things going Riding for them. Riding their little them. bikes, smoking their little weed. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're like, well, what if Satan had a horrible little eagle's nest on his head? Mm-hmm. That's this guy. Yeah. Yeah, you do think to yourself, maybe we're not so different, and then they do something super racist, and you go, "Oh, we're not so different." Yeah, we're not. We're really not. <laughs> yeah, we're all the same deep down. 
Yeah. White countries, I mean. Yeah. yeah. From Algemeen Netherlands Purse Bureau. Oh. Dutch man helps solve mystery of bat species extremely long penis. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've been looking at these things for ages and I got some ideas. Crack the code. I've seen a lot of bats' penises, let me tell you. <laughs> this bat is unusual. This bat's got a little something extra. Oh, that, that bat's got, got that thing on him? <laughs> Thanks to a Dutchman... Uh-huh. It's, not, it's not how you want to start any sentences. Yeah. Thanks to a Dutchman, researchers have been able to solve the mystery of a bat species' extremely long penis. Jan Duken, 72, from Horst and Maas, has been, ve- has been filming serotine bats in the attic of the St. Matthias Church in Castanray near Venray for eight years. Why have you been doing that, sir? Why have you been filming bats with huge dicks for eight years? <laughs> just at home, he's got like, uh, like, you know, Dennis from Always Sunny just has his drawers full of sex tapes. <laughs> this guy's house. Thanks to his footage of their mating, researchers have determined what the animal does with its long genitals. Is it mating? <laughs> I think it's putting it in the bat pussy. <laughs> Sorry, his I just big... need to marinate in this for a little bit. I can't, He's got his big telephoto lens. <laughs> I've been filming I've... these bats fucking for 12 years. Average Dutch man. <laughs> Interests. <laughs> filming bats with big penis. <laughs> Riding a bike. <laughs> The bat does not use its exceptionally large penis for penetration, but as an arm during mating. The European team now concluded after studying the images from Caston Ray and other places. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Yukon caught the animals mating 93 times in his footage. Why did you need so much? Why did you need so much of this footage? There's no explanation. Like it's... There's no need for you to keep filming these bats mating. <laughs> I don't know. You get you get yourself sixty or seventy bits of footage, and you're like, yeah, but what? What if my it's backups the, fail? What it's if- the Stanley Kubrick of filming bats no, with do it again. Long penises. I'm gonna be here all night if we have to. For the first time, a mammal has been documented that reproduces without penetration during mating, a baffled researcher from the University of Lausanne, Switzerland, reported. (laughs) Baffled researcher. (laughs) Go on. The male uses his penis to push the female's tail skin aside. Oh, come on. That is followed by a long, silent embrace during which the sperm is transferred. Exactly how that happens needs to be further investigated, yeah. Jukin said. Well, we've got just the guy for the job. We need to send you back in. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to, footage. to be honest, he didn't sound like he was going to stop filming them. Mm. The serotine bat's penis is about seven times longer than the length of the female's vagina. That's just showing off at this point. <laughs> also notable is that the gland expands in the shape of a heart. Oh, what? And becomes much wider than the female's vagina. That makes penetration impossible, the so, researchers said. So they've got this giant, girthy, heart shaped, yeah. and also long bat penis. Oh, that's a funky looking little penis. It's a joke dong. It's not for Yeah, that's a novelty use. penis. Yeah. You guys want to see this penis? Yeah. I guess. It's no. well it's it's more of an illustration. It's one from okay. my personal collection. Alright, as long as it's through a through a lens of it, it looks it oh. looks like so we've got an illustration of That looks of, sore. Oh. 
So it's along the little heart shapes at the end. Yeah, yeah we've got an illustration of a, of what seems to be a, a bat's tummy. Yeah, we're all and looking then it's, at this. And there's Big Boner coming out of there. And I would say it looks like the scene in the first Alien movie by Ridley Scott. Mm. Go to Ridley Scott. Um, where the alien, the xenomorph, uh, chest bursts out of the guy's chest for the first time. But... Imagine that the alien that came out was E.T. Yeah, it looks like E.T. got flayed. Yeah. 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 So, everybody just feel free to imagine your penises are E.T.'s flailed head. That's really horrible. Like, have you zoomed in on that? They've really gone to town. There's little hairs on it. Yep. It's got veins going up the Comprehensive illustration there. graphic, yeah. Yeah. It's for science, though. It's for science. Nothing weird. Nothing sus. Nothing weird about it. Nothing weird about this bat's penis. Oh, so were you were you filming that stuff for seven years for science? For science? Yeah. Yeah, right. science. So we would know. Science men. <laughs> yep. Definitely. Definitely science. But the uh the great big heart shaped weird penis, uh it is the incorrect shape and it is impossible to penetrate. According to researchers. We have so. really just gone through a collection of God's mistakes. Yeah. But these bats are, they're making do. Yeah. You know, being creative with do. it. You know? It's not about the size of your fucked up, weird shaped penis. I feel like in this case it is. It's the motion of the in ocean. In a bad word, That's way. Yeah. No, I don't know. It's what he's doing with it. Yeah. As long as you can push aside the tail's skin. Yeah, go on. Please continue to describe it to me. When I got up today, yeah. I, I, we were we were going to record in the morning. We usually record in the morning. We got got delayed, so I went back to bed and I I closed my eyes and I opened them up again three hours later. Oh, what a little and treat I'm for you! Still tired. <laughs> and oh, now, I, I was going to say are. that's too long. That that nap is too long. No, no, opinion. not if you have it. No, not if you have it at seven a.m. Yeah, that doesn't well, yeah, count I guess as it a nap. Is just going back to sleep. It's going back to me bed. having a little. Oh, I, had a, I had a nap the other day, which is um, unusual for me. It's it's out of character for me, and slept for too long, like maybe a, I don't know, an hour and a half, two hours or something. And that fucked me up for the rest of the day. No, I, a, yeah, I you, felt you, like I had been shot with a tranquilizer dart yeah, for the rest I of the day. That's ruining my entire day if I take a nap. <clears throat> yeah, I went and had a little nap yesterday because I've been I've been feeling very uh very migrainey for like two days, which rocked. And I went to went to have a little lie down because we're having people over in the afternoon. And um and I lay down and just put a timer on on my phone immediately for like 25 minutes. Yeah, that's it. 25 minutes? Oh, you uh, got it. You nailed it. Hey, when we're doing the um, Netherlands thing, they, they mention a, uh, a place name. I immediately open up Google Maps and I zoom in on the Netherlands thinking I'm going to find the place name. I never do. Yep. But I do then just spend the rest of the episode zooming in on places called like De Coxdorp, <laughs> Sex Beerum, <laughs> Arson, yep. uh, and so forth. So, anyway, check out uh, Maps of the Netherlands. Maps of the Netherlands. Um, uh, we already did a crime watch, but here we are with another crime watch. I don't know how to get back in. I've segued out of this segment. Oh, you've locked yourself out? How oh. do I? Oh, I don't know. I, I can't left my play keys. the theme song again. I left my keys in the segment. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll just have to do this one from outside the segment. Just, We're going to do a oh, crime watch. Like hit it roll. Just hit it roll. We'll like at the crime watch. Yeah. We're too, <laughs> we're too big to fit back in the crime watch <laughs> segment. That's right. Uh, this comes to us from KSTU in Tampa, Florida. Oh, the case stew. The stew. More stolen items found in backyard of St. Pete Man arrested for stealing endangered tortoises. <laughs> Put them back. Came for the tortoises. Are they tortoises? for the items. <laughs> 
St. Pete's detectives dug up more expensive and rare collectibles in the backyard of a man's home in St. Pete. St. Pete. You can't say something somewhere called that. Come on now. Like, are we... It's not his name. Do we have no respect, you know? Florida. Yeah, are we is is this an, a nickname for St. Petersburg? I googled St. Pete and I get St. Petersburg, Florida. But like they're all really referring angry to about it. This. Yeah, that's that's got to be it. It's, yeah, St. Petersburg, but all the way through this article they're calling it St. Pete. I don't like that. Yeah. Overly I don't like familiar. That at all. Yeah, come on now. Yeah. First name. I'm not going to kiss him on the mouth or anything. It's a saint. This is the same man who, back in May, was arrested and accused of stealing endangered tortoises and rare comic books. <laughs> <laughs> this is surreal. Like, do you think maybe this um, guy had a big kind of thing where he made a wish and he woke up as like a 40-year-old man and went, ah, oh, I have the strength to get away with whatever I want. It's time to get all the pet turtles and rare comics that I want. It's a more common combination than you'd think as well. Mm. An uh, autographed turtle and comic nexus. Yeah, strong crossover of interests there. Let's see what else he stole and see if this is bolstering or weakening our theory here. Uh, He also stole an autographed guitar and medieval helmet. Hell hell yes. (laughs) I'm picturing him using all of these items at once. He's got the helmet on, he's playing the guitar, the tortoise is there. Those are item as hell. As well, by the way, like that's very cool. An autographed guitar and a medieval helmet are just some of the rare and expensive items St. Pete police say Joshua McCarty Thomas stole. Quote It's been a lot of connecting the dots, SPPD public information officer Yolanda Fernandez said. This one has been extremely unusual since the very beginning. I mean, we found two endangered stolen tortoises. Now, I did say turtles early on. Oh, Don't get yeah. mad. God. I mean, oh, I, I said, I said turtles when are. I wasn't quoting the article. That's all. So don't get mad at KSTU and also especially don't get mad at me. Uh, if you were in the middle of writing a comment on the episode, learn your lesson. Choose kindness. Wait the three minutes until we address yeah. it so that you don't have to do the standard Wunta listener practice. Of writing a comment to say, I can't believe no one mentioned this thing. And then writing another comment four minutes later saying, oh, they mentioned the thing. Also consider we're all in our mid-30s to early 40s. So we've finished learning stuff. You're hey, only wasting hey, your I'm time. I'm in my early 30s. You're in your Let's, early settle, th- it down. Let's settle it down there. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Lucy can learn two new things. Too. <laughs> I got a little room for information. Just a little bit. Not too much though. We don't want to go crazy. Back in May, detectives found two Galapagos tortoises worth $10,000 each Fuck. inside McCarty's home. I don't feel like you should be rating tortoises on how much they're worth. Like, yeah. Uh, who's that? Uh, who are you selling you, that to? What are you getting from having that in your home? Like, what is its I mean, value to Galapagos you? To a friend. You're getting a lifelong friend. It's going to yeah. outlive you, most yeah. likely. Yeah, do do you want to live to bury your turtle? Or do you want to be outlived live? by your turtle? Yeah. It's the saddest thing in the world to, <laughs> to bury your turtle, <laughs> to bury your Galapagos tortoise. No, no turtle parent should have to bury their turtle. <laughs> so true. There's some sad, sad ex-turtle owner out there writing a very sad email oh right now. Oh, my God, they're so big too. Mm. Galapagos tortoise? Yeah. How big are we talking? What would, uh, what would oh, you name? Oh, that's a big boy. What would you name a pet Galapagos tortoise, Theo? Oh, uh, I don't know. Cheddar. Cheddar. That's pretty yeah. good. That's cute. Look at the next one. They all look like boys. Hans Molman. They do. Probably they do. sound like them too. Little old guys. Yeah, they look pretty cool. I wonder if they smell like shit. Oh, no, guaranteed. No. How, dirty, how dirty you think a tortoise is? Maybe not that dirty, but if you're like 80 years old and a turtle. I mean, tortoise, tortoise. Fuck. Probably, fuck. Someone's probably getting not gonna, so angry right now. Probably not going to smell great, I think. Yeah, I'm keeping him outside at the very least. That's all I'm saying. 
A, t- yeah, a tortoise okay. is a turtle. So every time, if as long as you're talking about tortoises, you can say turtles. So all tortoises are a type of turtle, but all not tor- all turtles tortoises are, are tortoises. Tortoises are turtles. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. And um and the way to remember that is that one of them starts with T. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Police say that he stole them from a zoo in Saint Augustine. They also found rare books, expensive comics, and a collection of antique newspapers, which they say are all worth thousands of dollars. Well, they're not. Yeah. On Tuesday... That news has already happened. Yeah. (laughs) On Tuesday, detectives grabbed shovels and started digging in McCarty's backyard after the investigation led them back to his home. They found expensive jewellery and other items wrapped up in Walmart shopping bags. They were also led to a storage unit where they found signed musical instruments and framed art. Oh, yes. This guy is addicted to items. He's the Danny Ocean of stealing... uh, Items. He just likes items, huh? He's not He's yeah. not picky. He's not so much a career criminal as he is a man just really set on bolstering his inventory. He's a collector, yeah. Mm. What if he needs some of this stuff later? What if, what if some of these... How bad are you going to feel if you take this stuff off this guy and later on you find out some of them were key items? You know? Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now he can't finish his quest? No. Nope. The have thread some, of prophecy uh, is broken. Yep. Yeah. It's going to be some he NPC hanging out a block from his house, just waiting for him to come back with that yeah. autographed guitar. <laughs> <sighs> oh. McCarty Thomas remains in the Pinellas County Jail where he's been since May. Too long. Well, what's the crime? What's, what's the, the crime? crime? Item theft? You got his stuff. Just ask him to give it back. Yeah. Well, plus, look around your house. You must have like 200 items just in your line of sight. Some more? people don't have any items. Yeah. How's that supposed to make them feel? You know? mm. He's currently facing 10 different counts, including burglary and grand theft. Oh. Quote, we've recovered everything we can so far. He's the only one who knows if there's anything else out there. Oh, there's, a hundred, there's so much stuff out there, though. <laughs> he's he got knows more that there's more items up, out sure there, and he's going to be getting some of them. Yeah. Have they run the the bloody correlation or whatever in their database? This man's this man's responsible for items in the, all over the tri-state area. Huh. Well. <coughs> well. <laughs> at least nobody got shot. Perhaps he had an antique pistol in there. You wouldn't want that to go off and hit anybody. Otherwise, we'd have to put them into the clipping report. It's time for the clipping report. Uh, the clipping report, of course, the segment where we track news about people who have accidentally let a round off somewhere where they shouldn't. You know, don't do that. Just a little baby. From the San Antonio Express News. Man shot himself in the head while playing with gun. <laughs> it's all fun and games until. Until, yeah. I... yeah. That's, that's the worst. That's the itself. place. The one place you don't want to shoot yourself. This is like the opposite of those UK headlines that reveal like 400 different facts in one sentence. This really boiled it down, winnowed it to to just a a gleaming, pure, dense piece of information. A man accidentally shot himself in the head early Wednesday on the northeast side. It's not what you want, is it? Mm -mm. Officers responded to a shooting shortly after midnight in the 500 block of Lanark Drive near Kruger Middle School and Loop 410. Upon arrival, officers were informed that a 22-year-old found a gun on the table in the home and began playing with it. <laughs> yeah. <Whee! laughs> what else are you going to do when you find a gun on the table? Yeah. He's got ADHD. It's, got his... <laughs> it's his fidget toy. <laughs> According to the preliminary report, a person at the residence told him to, quote, put the gun down. Yeah. But he put the gun to his head and accidentally shot himself. <laughs> like it's a joke? <laughs> what if I shot myself? <laughs> shot myself in the head? 
And the next thing you know, you are shooting yourself in the head? I suppose so. Record scratch. You're probably wondering how I got here. Uh, the big, big hole in my head. A sergeant on the scene said five people were having a get-together when the incident happened. Who's the clown who just rested his gun on the table? Rested it on the table. Playing don't a little, like, that. spin yeah. the gun. Hey, man, <laughs> you, you don't want to put your gun down near Toby, dude. Just, just letting you know, he's got... He's got ADHD. He's got wandering hands. <laughs> he will put that gun against his head and shoot himself. Oh, boy. Oh. The man was transported to a local hospital in critical condition, police said. Yikes. Well, yeah. Don't do that. Don't, don't do, do that. that. Don't do that. Let's hey. can take that away from this episode this week. Yeah, don't put a gun to your head, even as a bit. You're at the firearms training. They're like, "What you? What you're never gonna want to do? Is load the gun. I'm slowly putting rounds <laughs> into the gun. Put it against you. Uh, yeah. You know, often when you do leave a gun around and somebody plays with it, accidentally shoots himself in the head while uh, goofing, the cops will show up. And when the cops show up. We have a little people. What's going on? That's right. It's time for Cop Watch. From K A R E in Minneapolis, we care. They care. We care. That's nice. Wasika police may be dealing with impersonator. The Wasika Police Department said it may be dealing with an impersonator in the community. Was he running around shooting people? Okay. A guy that just does impressions? <laughs> hey, who am I? Who am I? Hey. Check this out. <laughs> License and registration. I'd call the cops on that guy. Someone out here pretending to be you. He's doing a really good... <laughs> <laughs> Send someone out quick. He's nailing it. On Saturday, Captain Chris Markison said a resident reported a strange encounter with a man who claimed to be a Wasika police officer. Quote, It was approached by a person that he believed was a police officer at first, but after a few minutes of talking to him, realized this may not be a police officer, Captain Markison said. The resident told police that the possible impersonator claimed to be in the neighborhood due to a noise complaint. The resident said the man was skinny, tall, and Caucasian, and appeared to be in his 40s. Not jacked, not a stripper. I think we can rule out stripper at this point. <laughs> Said the man was buff and smooth. <laughs> really Visibly sexy. dripping oil. He's <laughs> really oily. Buttons <laughs> all the way down the side of his pants. He's holding a boombox. <laughs> he spoke with the man briefly, and then the man left the neighborhood without any problems. The resident told police that this man was driving a black SUV that featured a light bar on top and a spotlight on the driver's side. Don't do that. That's that's some Zodiac killer. And is, yeah, I was thinking like, what's the crime? But yeah, often the crime is uh, serial murder. Yes, it's using using all that power that the police currently have and also abuse. <laughs> uh. They said the SUV was marked Wasika Police and also featured a four-digit unit number on the back window, but police say this vehicle is not one of their squad cars. Surely that makes him very easy to find. Easy to identify. And how many of them... How many black SUVs has this police department got? None? From the sounds of things? Well, one now, I guess. Uh, quote, it's very concerning to hear something like this, Captain Markson said. As of this point, the person has not been located, but we continue to investigate. Police say impersonation cases like this are rare, but they do happen. The Minnesota Bureau of Criminal Apprehension said over the last three years, Minnesota law enforcement agencies have reported 194 impersonation cases, including 68 so far this year. That's a... I think that's a problem. Uh, as soon as somebody's 
just out there saying, what if I were to cruise around and pretend what, I were What's a cop? to stop me from pretending I'm a cop? <laughs> what's to stop me? Is yeah, it I illegal? Mean, I, don't, I don't know anything about law enforcement. Uh, and I'm kind of just like mean-spirited and a re- real piece of shit. But I'm wondering if that's not going to stop me. Jeff Potts with the Minnesota Chiefs of Police Association has encountered a handful of cases during his career, and he offers this advice. Quote, if you ever find yourself in a situation that doesn't feel quite right, you can ask the person who says they're a police officer if you can see their identification and a badge, and police officers should be able to produce that, yeah. Potts explained. Or they might just say, shut the fuck up, and they hit you with the butt of yeah, their gun. With the, yeah, with their gun, or shoot you with it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the, uh, that's I guess, the other issue here, right? Which is that um, in Australia, if somebody said, I am a cop, and you went, no, you're not, uh, they'd go, fuck. But, like, I I saw um, a couple of people walking past in the... I was in the food court the other day. I was out, out running some errands at lunchtime, and I thought, I'm going to get a falafel. And I'm standing there waiting, and this person comes walking past, and I was like, oh, they got a whole bunch of bulky shit around their waist. And it was a gun. And, um, you know, so... But it was a plainclothes person. Um clothes cop who, of course, had uh, a, a sleeve or two of questionable tattoos. Yeah, well, Ned Kelly on there. <laughs> yeah, and and two other plainclothes lady cops with him. And all of them were dressed in, like, casual, I'm just someone at the mall clothes. But, but they all had their, their, their full utility belt Just in thing case on. they need to light someone up. Yeah, with the full-sized gun holster and the radio and the pepper spray. I don't spray think they should be able to do that. Handcuffs and all of that shit. And I was kind of like, who, who's not noticing that you're a cop when all three of you are very visibly kitted out? And if they uh, don't think you're a cop, you just be like, hey, does that guy have a gun? Hey, that's fucking terrifying. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it. I guess, I guess the reason I think of it is because, like, it's so culturally different here to see a gun. Yeah, like to in see real someone life. with a gun. It's super uncomfortable. Yeah, and it, generally it takes speaking, me back every single time when I see a cop's gun, I'm like, oh, that's an yeah, item of power. Yeah, mm. generally speaking, the only time you're seeing a gun is on a uniformed police officer. Yeah. And that's not that common unless you live, I don't know, in a city kind of thing, I think. Um, so it was it was very jarring and very very out of the ordinary to see three people with like holstered guns uh and not a uniform. It was it was like so noticeable because it was so out of the ordinary, you know? So here if somebody said to you, "I am a policeman," uh and you'd go, "Nah." If someone just walked up to you, you know. But over there, anybody can go and buy themselves a Glock, right? Yeah. Anyone can pretty, go get themselves. Pretty much anybody. Anyone can go get themselves uh, the same guns that the police have. And you could buy yourself like a bulletproof vest or a stab vest. You could just sit there and go through and say, here's all the stuff that the cops in my city or state wear, including Sexy like. police outfit, buttons down the side. Yeah, buttons down the side, boombox. Mm. You you could I think quite easily just say all right here's all the stuff that my local cops wear and I'm just going to get myself identical kit mm. to that uh, that all plain clothes police wear and then you go up to somebody with your gun and you say I'm a cop and they go uh-huh. okay yeah y- yes, by sir? the way here's my gun oh should I should I give you my gun you say because you also have a gun in this scenario. Well, that's what? A, what, that's what makes it so appealing, right? Everyone mm. has a gun, so no one. So nobody has a gun. Yeah, so no one has a gun. No one's going to shoot anybody over there. And that's how it tends to go. We yeah. got to check it out. I think there's another slight issue here. It says, if you're ever in doubt, Potts said you can also call dispatch and ask them if an officer is in your area. Potts said dispatchers should be able to verify if the person you're seeing is actually out on police business. Quote, we always tell the public if you're uncomfortable, unsafe, you can always call 911 and the dispatcher will help you out. 
I feel like that is kind of countered a little by the seemingly pervasive American attitude that if you don't do exactly what a cop orders you to do, no matter what it is, in the instant they tell you to do it, yeah, that you're like an active threat to them and they can execute to shoot you. Because they're yeah. going to panic a little bit. Like they're going to panic because you asked to see their badge. I imagine that if you like roll down your, your window and a police officer's like, get the fuck out of the car right now, you know, blah, blah, blah. You, and you put one little finger up. You go, ah, ah, ah. I'm going to make, make a, a little, phone call. I'm just going to make a one phone call. I'm going to reach gonna down. I'm going to call 911. I'm going to reach gonna down here in my pocket. Just check that you should be here. Um, I'm and calling they your boss. react very well to that. Yeah, I'm going to call your boss right now. Yeah, just check if you're supposed to be here. Bang, 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 yeah. bang, 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 bang. I don't know. I, just, I, I feel like there's a lot of examples of times when, uh, times when like disagreeing with a cop is immediately seen as like you are, you are being aggressive with me. Yeah, you are it's not allowed. Me. Disagreeing with me is violence. Don't do that. And that's why you should have your own gun. Hmm. Basically. I believe that's the position of the podcast, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And if you don't have one, you can just take one from your local police officer. <laughs> yeah, uh, the, the police will just give them a replacement. They've got tons of them. They've got heaps of them back yeah. at the station. Yeah. Yeah, don't even worry about it. Folks, that's one of your two crime passes for the week. Uh, this has been an episode of the podcast, Bunta Vista. Thank you for listening. If you did, if you turn it off halfway through, up yours, you smell. We don't like you. Everyone's talking about how much you smell. All your friends talk about it when you leave the room. <laughs> if you listen to the show all the way through, they're not talking about you. You smell great. You smell amazing, actually. You smell as nice as a freshly oiled male stripper on his way out to a call. <laughs> Buttons down the side of his pants, ready to rock. Yeah. We hope you have a wonderful week. Thank you for stopping by. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.